I know to them it's already October, but man, we are we are almost in October. I know. Yes. Cause it must be the season of the witch. Must be the season of the witch. Meow. <laughs> what is he looking at? I think there's a moth outside. He's like, yeah, there it is. I'm gonna get him too, son of a bitch. Oh, bitch cat. Oh, we're weird. From dusk till the it's the same movie it was thirty four seconds ago. Wiki 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 wiki. Wiki Wild Wild West, Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want none of this. Six gun in this, brother running this. Any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meet Jim West. All right. God, remember when we used to like Will Smith? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Actually, it was less than a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were all on like, yeah, he's going to finally win an Oscar. This is great. <laughs> Ooh, and then, whoop, bam! Yikes. <laughs> you make one joke about his bald-ass wife. True. Yeah. Who's in one of my favorite horror movies, too? Mm-hmm. It just sucks. Yeah. All right. Ready uh. to party? Yeah. I think talking about Will Smith is a horrifying enough opening, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's Did pretty scary. Will Smith. <laughs> the Fresh Ooh. Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. That's him because he's been ghosted from society. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> that was good. Thanks, I know. <laughs> everybody to B&B presents season 666 a podcast where we take a break from a 24 7 films and talk about the spookiest movies we can find that kind of follow a theme I'm of course one of your hosts Ben and joining me as always is the beautiful the not dead the completely in this part of the world And our cat who won't get off the fucking table. I'm a superstar. You put me on the mic. <laughs> I'm going to light him up. Have you seen 8 Mile? It's basically how I'm about my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. I'm Mom's be wa- spaghetti. I'm be wabbit. <laughs> uh, well, it is the season of October again. And we are this week going from the very cramped, confined hotel room of 1408. It's very cold there. Yes, very cold. Or very hot. I'm very See, wet. Yeah. Man, you know what? It just sucks there. Kind of not a great place to sleep. I'll tell you, after sleeping there, I could use a drink. So why don't yeah. we pull off here to this think, little bar? I think I'll stick to Airbnbs. <laughs> you seen Barbarian? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only thing making yeah. me nervous for our trip in December is I'm like, fuck. Do you think there's an underground Oh, I'll be looking. Tunnel. You best be believe I'm going to open every fucking door in that place <laughs> and look around. No goddamn giant homunculus mother figure is going to be breastfeeding my ass. <laughs> Ain't happening. Well, we're not dumb enough to also, if the door keeps oh, opening. Oh, I'd be fucking leaving. Like, yeah, we wouldn't even have stayed there. No. We would have just left. We And then we wouldn't stay in a neighborhood that looked like that either. We'd be like, yeah. It is true. One fancy house and the rest is a rundown, broken name. There's something s- sus about well, first that. Of all, I would not have stayed in Detroit anywhere but a hotel. That's probably true as yeah. well. Yeah. But 
for this week, we are not going to go to the world of Barbarian. We're going to pull off into this nice little clean-looking drinking establishment, and we are going to talk about the, the 1996 film starring just fresh off of his ER run and in the most bad boy role ever, George Clooney, accompanied by Harvey Keitel, Juliette Lewis, Tom Savini, Fred Williamson, Selma Hayek, Danny Trejo, and Quentin Tarantino. This is, of course, the 1996 film written by Quentin Tarantino and directed by his good buddy, Robert Rodriguez. This is From Dusk Till Dawn. All right, pussy, 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 come on in, pussy lovers. Here at the Diddy Twister, we're slashing pussy in half. Give us an offer on our best selection of pussy. This is a pussy blowout. All right, we got white pussy, black pussy, Spanish pussy, yellow pussy. We got hot pussy, cold pussy. We got wet pussy. We got smelly pussy. We got hairy pussy, bloody pussy. We got snapping pussy. We got silk pussy, velvet pussy, nalga high pussy. We even got horse pussy, dog pussy. Chicken pussy, come on, you want pussy? Come on in, pussy lovers. If we don't got it, you don't want it. Come on in, pussy lovers. Okay, troops, home stretch, here's the deal. This place closes at dawn. Carlos is going to meet us here sometime before dawn. Now, we are going to go in there, we're going to take a seat, we're going to have a drink. We're going to have a bunch of drinks. And we're going to wait for Carlos. Let me say something. Very happy about where we're at. We got a real nice, I don't fuck with you, you don't fuck with me attitude going on. So if everybody just keeps playing it cool, and I'm talking to you too, Richie, and everybody's gonna get what they want. Okay, hard drinkers, let's drink hard. I'm fine. Come on. Attention, pussy shoppers! Take advantage of our fancy pussy sale! If you buy one piece of pussy at the regular price, you'll get another piece of pussy of equal or lesser value for only a penny! Try and be pussy for a penny! If you can find cheaper pussy anywhere, fuck it! <laughs> Ooh. Everybody be cool. Yeah. Be cool. <laughs> uh, so, is this the first time you had seen this movie? Yes. Man. And you had no idea. No. I didn't know the twists that everybody knew, apparently. When we get, when we get to the <laughs> twist, we're going to talk about that moment because about, and she could not have timed it better. Yeah. Like five minutes Great before, timing. she started to be like, wait a minute, this, this isn't is, a horror this movie. This is ridiculous. This is an action movie. Is that why it's horrifying to me? Uh, so, as always, even though it is the spooky season... We have to, of course, break down everything into a very succinct, very well-put-together section called the who, the what, and the why. But before mm -hmm. we can answer the why, which is why did we like or not like this movie, we have to talk about the who and the what. And that is, of course, broken down into a section we like to call, a.k.a. Brianna Hickey is going to read us some wiki. All right. So why don't you take us through the plot of this movie? Okay. So fugitive bank robber brothers Seth and Richie Gecko hold up a liquor store, killing clerk Pete Bottoms and Texas Ranger Earl McGraw in a shootout. They inadvertently destroy the building as they leave. At an inn room where they're hiding out, Seth returns from getting food to find Richie has raped and murdered a bank clerk that they had taken hostage, much to his anger. 
Well, first off, Earl McGraw is played by A24 alumni Michael Parks. Yes. And I believe, as you said when we were watching this movie, you're like, it's the walrus guy. <laughs> and I'm like, it is the walrus guy. It you're is. Right. Mm-hmm. And Pete Bottoms is played by actually someone like mildly famous now, John Hawks. Who mm-hmm. I don't know if you know John Hawks from anything. I don't know. But God, what would you know John Hawks from? Did you ever see Winner's Bone? Mm-mm. No? Oh, you'd love Winner's Bone. Uh, did you ever see The Sessions? This is what he looks like when he's not all white trashed up. Oh, he's not bad looking. Yeah, I stood next to that guy at a Sonic Youth concert. Mm. I remember just standing next to that guy, and I looked at him, and then I looked back and looked again, and I kind of like elbowed my like the person who I was there with because we were interviewing Sonic yeah. Youth after the concert. I kind of elbowed the guy next to me, and I was like, I kind of looked over, he goes, he goes, yeah, I think so. And I was this like, I was so tempted to walk over to him and be like, hey, I don't want to bother you or nothing, but you fucking rule in Miami Vice. Like, <laughs> like I know you're only in it for like three minutes and that movie's not well received, yeah. but fuck yeah, you rule in that movie. That's funny. Richie and Seth, who are George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. Yes. Seth is, is George and Richie is Quentin and Oof. a couple of bad hombres. Not great people yeah, and not great man, people. Man. How, how dreamy is George Clooney? That no. fucking arm tattoo, that fucking weird, <laughs> that fucking weird um, gladiator style haircut that he's got going on. No, they're, I'm too, they're too bad. You think I am fucking with you? Yeah. Or your bosom buddy in there with a badge? No, I don't want to do it, but I will turn this place in Benny's world of blood. He's just so angry, honestly. Like. Are, are you talking about the scene where he's trying to ring the bell? Yeah, yeah. What the hell do you want? Do you think I want you mean old bastard yeah. in the room? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they kill the clerk and the Texas Ranger yep. because they think that, or Richie thinks that the clerk gave Was... the Ranger a signal. Yeah, Richie's a little paranoid. He's a lot paranoid. Well, he's insane. He's a psychopath, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they destroy the building by lighting it on fire. Well, Where they more... still continue the shootout, though, in the fire. That's true. Well, that's more so they shoot. What the plan was is they shoot all the bottles behind the oh, clerk. Oh, yeah. Which gets alcohol on him, and then they throw a flaming yeah. thing of toilet paper onto him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, fire. yeah. And then the building just kind of goes up. goes from there. So then they find an inn where they're ha- hiding out, and then um, they have this, like, bank clerk with them, this yeah. older woman. She's a hostage. Yes. And uh, Seth goes to find food, and Richie's like, "Hey, you should come watch TV with me in my yeah, bed." Uh, and we're like, "We sh- you should, you should not. No, don't do something it. is wrong here." And then it turns into this crazy scene where you don't ever get to really see it, but you see enough to know that like not a good scene. It's kind of in the same way that, and this is the only way I can equate it to something I think that you and the audience mm-hmm. both might know. It's the same way of like when you first watch Fight Club and there are those little yeah, like flashes, of, flashes Brad Pitt. Of, of Brad Pitt. It's the same thing where yeah. it hyper cuts for like maybe four to six frames yeah. of what the room looks like, but you never fully see it. You see but it you know. Yeah, oh, like you know you're like, what? Oh, oh, no, he didn't. Oh my God, you know? That's how I felt the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you, you shouldn't trust Quentin Tarantino's character. He's, he's unnerving. All. So, Although it is cool that he has a hole through his hand and he can look through it. That's true, yeah. yeah. All right. So Jacob Fuller, a pastor experiencing a crisis of faith brought on by the death of his wife, is on vacation with his teenage children, Scott and Kate, in their RV. They stop at the inn 
and are kidnapped by the Gecko brothers who force the Fuller family to smuggle them over the Mexican border. In Mexico, they arrive at the Titty Twister, a strip club in the desert where the Gecko brothers will be met by, by their contacts, Carlos, at dawn. Well, first of all, you are skipping over one of the three great performances by Cheech Marin. Because when they get, oh, to, yeah. they get to he's the border, in this three times. That's they right. They get to the border and he plays a border guard. Yes. And the family is <laughs> the family is so Jacob Fuller, who's who is, played by Harvey Keitel. Okay, and I love Harvey Keitel he's good. so much. He's fun. And his daughter, or who is Kate Fuller, who is played by uh, Julia, Julia Lewis, Lewis, and then Scott, who is played by Ernest Liu. Mm-hmm. Which I'll say it. We're going to comment on both of the children for one of the funniest moments in the movie. Mm-hmm. And this movie is like the reason this movie was so shocking to people is like George Clooney's character on ER was this clean cut, nice, yeah. wholesome doctor. And there's a moment <laughs> in this movie where George Clooney has his gun like on both uh, the Scott, chi- yeah both, children. Both, no, not just not both the children, just the the dad and the son. Oh. And he goes. So what's the story with you two? You a couple of fags? He's my son. How's that happen? You don't look Japanese. Neither does he. He looks Chinese. Oh, oh well, excuse me all the hell. Oh, excuse me yeah. all the hell. <laughs> and then Juliet Lewis, who I will say it, Juliet Lewis for a long time was the belt holder for the White Trash Hot Award. Yeah, you And in that. some ways still kind of is. Like, yeah, she is very good at playing that role. Yes, and mm-hmm. she comes into the room and basically, what's his name? George Clooney tells Harvey Keitel, you guys are going to sneak us across the yeah. border and I will let you go. Mm-hmm. That's you- it. All we need is yeah. you to get us across the border. We're not asking you to do anything else. Just get us across the border. And it's weird, but I trust Seth's word. Well, he's very much about his word. That's why he was so yeah. mad at his brother for killing that bank clerk. Yeah. Because he told her, we just need you to do this and I'm going to let you go. And he's like, you have my fucking word. Like, well, it's, he goes, I'm a professional thief. Yeah. I'm goes, not. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. A, I don't rape women. I don't kill people if I don't have to. Yeah. Well, his brother is a professional bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Richie, there is something really wrong with, that's kind of my favorite thing about yeah. this movie is there's a lot of stuff unanswered. Yes. That you don't ever get like the full story mm-hmm. behind. Like, it's like, why is Richie so The way nuts? he's like, yeah. Yeah. So, so they, they're okay. at the border and this guard comes aboard, checks, doesn't find them. Yep. And, and then now they have uh, they have to get to the Titty Twister, which is a strip club in the desert, which is insane. It is. It's, 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 it saddens <laughs> me that building does not exist in real life. Yeah. I would so go there. Just, it's insane. Just... I would absolutely go there. Oh, yeah. um, so, okay. So they're waiting to meet Carlos. So Carlos will escort them to the sanctuary at El Rey in quotes. A place of safety for fugitives from justice whose admission fee is 30% of everything they have. When Richie complains to Seth that this is too high, Seth tells him it's non-negotiable. Well, first of all, the line he uses, which I'm going to tell you guys, I'm only saying this to repeat the line. It's not a good thing he said. Richie, these are not spick firecracker salesmen (laughs) from Tijuana. If you want to stay in El Rey, Mm -hmm. you have to pay their price. Yeah, this is non-negotiable. End of story. So when they're in the camper hiding out, he knocks out Richie as well. Yeah, because Richie... Richie's a wild card. Is out of control. He's trying to fight with him about... What was it? It was about like... 
he says to him, like, they're going to find us. He goes, as long as you don't act like a and fucking And he's like, nut. I'm not crazy. Yeah. I'm not crazy. He goes, and then call you crazy. Yeah. He said, as long as you don't act yeah. like a fucking And he gets nut. insane. Yeah. And, of course, uh, the whole time, Juliette Lewis is in there with them. Yeah. like, And he's, like, staring her down. Also having an imaginary conversation with her where he thinks she wants to, like, suck his dick or whatever. Like, I believe the words is, Richie, will you eat That's right. Yeah. Morning, please. <laughs> yeah. And he's like... Absolutely. And it's like, that's not actually happening. No. (laughs) So, so they get to the bar and the bar is, I would say it's top five wildest bars you've ever seen. It's amazing. The way they did it is great. And then also Cheech again. He yes, is he, Chet Pussy. Chet Pussy. Pussy, Pussy, Pussy. Yes. <laughs> we got snapping Pussy, yep. smelly Pussy, yeah. wet Pussy, cold Pussy, chicken Pussy. We got white Pussy, yellow Pussy. Spanish Pussy. <laughs> if you can find Pussy lower than our prices, fuck it. Fuck it. I think my favorite moment, too, is where they're walking up to go in and Cheech puts his hand on George Clooney. He goes, hey, not so fast, cabron. And George Clooney breaks his hand yeah. and punches him in the face. And yeah. he goes, and walks past him. And it doesn't help that Tarantino comes back and just starts kicking him in the stomach. Yeah, yeah. And I, then enjoying it? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get inside and Danny Trejo. Yes, is, young Danny Trejo, which yes. we were blown away with. I was how like, young he's Danny so attractive. Tre- Look how young he is. He's got I was that hot like, tattoo of that yeah, woman on his chest. He looks good. He, I mean, not that he's like an ugly old man, he's just old you know what i mean yeah. but like i was like dang danny killing it like exactly but he kills me he's such a good like bartender kind of look you know what i mean yeah so he get, he tells them they're not supposed to be there he says and luckily you things, don't belong yeah, here this is a bar for truck drivers and bikers and luckily harvey Keitel's character owns a big camper which yep. makes it a class four license so they sit down they have a couple of drinks and then the floor show begins and it's Santanico Pandemonia. Yeah, that's not even. In, I know. Oh, well, that is. It's, but it's after they revealed themselves, which. Oh, that's not true. Her dance no. is definitely before it. So Santanico comes out and you're asking yourself, so Quentin Tarantino wrote this movie. Is there any way to prove he wrote this movie? Ding, 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 ding. And it's right here where that's she does Selma a, Hayek. Yeah, Selma Hayek comes out. Maybe, maybe apex hot Selma yeah, Hayek. Yeah, yeah. Comes out, proceeds to put her foot in Tarantino's mouth and pour liquor down it. And he just keeps going at that foot like it's nobody's business. He's he literally looks at that foot the way most people eat booty for like groceries. Yes. Just like this foot is mine. And then Cheech Marin's character comes back into the picture. And basically calls out George Clooney for breaking his yeah. hand. And there's kind of a bar fight, as uh, you said. Yeah. So during the bar fight, the bar employees reveal themselves as... Vampires. Vampires. And they kill most of the patrons. <laughs> they do kill a good chunk of the patrons. Yeah. The two people who we have not talked about who are also in the bar... Are the kids. No, though, the kids oh, are yeah, in the yeah. bar. Richie is bitten by a stripper, Santanico Pandemonium, and dies... But Seth I think you ma- should change your name to Santanico Pandemonium. I should change my yeah. name to Santanico Pandemonium. I need to say it faster. Yeah. It's a lot harder to say. <laughs> and so anyway, so he dies. But Seth manages to kill her by shooting at the chandelier above her that impales her. Only Seth, Jacob, Kate, Scott, a biker named Sex Machine, and Frost, a Vietnam, Vietnam War veteran, survive. Sex Machine is played by Tom Savini. And if you don't know who Tom Savini is... Well, I'll put it to you this way. (laughs) Basically, anything huge or, like, memorable in 80s horror makeup 
is probably Tom Savini. Yeah. Uh, the boy Jason at the end of the first Friday the 13th, that's Tom Savini. And Fred Williamson is an iconic, like, 70s, like, mm-hmm. black exploitation actor. Yeah. Who is just as big as a house. He's like, huge. that human being is enormous. So they all survive. The others are then reborn as vampires, including Richie, forcing the survivors to kill them all. When an army of vampires in bat form assembles outside, the survivors lock themselves inside, but Sex Machine is bitten, becomes a vampire, and bites Frost and Jacob. It just turns into chaos at this point. It really does. Frost then throws Sex Machine through the door, allowing the vampires to enter while Frost turns into a vampire. Can we agree that this is one of the few times where vampires are not, like, sexy? Yeah, they make them ugly like they they make them creepy ugly and you're like wow yeah twilight lied to me i don't want to be a shiny vampire (laughs) it's not your typical like oh man there's a good looking Mm -hmm. dude in a cloak who might bite me a little bit and like oh it's kind of hot no this is you're like stay the fuck away from me these things need to die like these feel like gross like like and that's the thing, too. It seems like there are different rules for depending on how old you are. Yeah, they all look like different. Selma Hayek can, like, kind of transform back and forth. But some like. of them looked like demon demons. Like, oh, some yeah. of them looked human-esque. Some of them didn't. Some of them looked old. Some of them looked, like, out of shape. Like, well, it was weird fact, how they did the makeup. the fact that, like, they are strippers. Yes. Like, the fact that, like, they are, like, they are, like, because if you watch when they first enter this bar, there's it's at least, like, tons of them. women just dancing topless yeah. around the bar. And then you find out, that's the thing too we didn't talk about. Like, you thought this was an action movie yeah. and I had tricked you somehow I into did. watching this. And then the minute, and you didn't see it, but like when they stab Danny, or when they stab Cheech Marin's character and they put the knife back on the table, it's got green blood on yeah. it. Yeah. And you didn't notice it at first and, you're like, and you were still like, this is an action movie. Why am yeah. I watching this? And then all of a sudden Selma Hayek turns into full snake And I was head. like... Ew. And you're just like, oh, they're vampires. vampires. It's yeah. a great twist if you don't know. Because this movie, halfway yeah. through, you're like, you're like, okay, so this movie's about this this family trying to make sure they can survive one night with yeah. these two killer brothers. And then you're like, oh, oh no, my god, they're yeah. vampires. So Seth, Kate, and Scott escape into the storeroom, followed shortly by an injured but still alive Jacob, brandishing a shotgun. In the storeroom, they fashion weapons from truck cargo the vampires have looted from past victims, including a stake mounted on a pneumatic drill, a crossbow, and holy water. That is true. George Clooney has that drill with the the stake. Yeah. It's like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> that's my drill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't show that. <laughs> show it the way you were doing it. What are you talking Makes more about? sense. No, <laughs> Visual noises. <laughs> Which require Jacob to recover his faith to bless. Jacob, knowing he will soon become a vampire, makes Scott and Kate promise to kill him when he changes. I do like how he has to ask them twice. Whereas, like, when he says it to George Clooney, he's like, yeah, Jacob, I'll do it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'll kill you. Don't yeah, worry about it. But. Yeah, no, no, he's like, I wasn't really, didn't really need yours. So like. Yeah. So the group makes their final assault on the undead. Sex Machine mutates into a large rat-like creature and attacks Seth, but is killed. Jacob becomes a vampire, but Scott hesitates to kill him, allowing Jacob to bite him. So Scott... <laughs> Scott, so Jacob's now a vampire too. Yeah. So Scott hits Jacob with holy water and shoots him. Scott is overwhelmed by vampires who begin to devour him. He begs for death and Kate shoots and kills him. As vampires surround Kate and Seth, 
Streams of morning light enter through bullet holes in the building, making the vampires back away. Carlos then arrives and his bodyguards blast open the door, letting the sunlight kill the vampires. Carlos, who is also, also played, played by Cheech Marin, yes. Yes. And they get out and they make it out to the parking lot where, like, because the sunlight hits the disco ball and fries we'll get, all of them. We'll get out there. Oh, there mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't know if you, do you have anything to say about the end fight scenes. I mean, the end fight scene is fantastic <laughs> because of just how insane it is. It's just chaos, honestly. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. And, like, you get this real moment of, like, shifting everyone kind of from the role of victim into hero. Yeah. Like, you know, Jacob isn't long for this world you're pretty sure scott's going down too Mm -hmm. and you're the one the two people you're pretty safe on assuming clooney and lewis like those Mm -hmm. would be the two i would have picked because i mean clooney's face is on the poster and you're like i don't think they're gonna kill that girl after they iced her family yeah her whole family yeah she is quite literally she's an orphan now (laughs) yeah so seth chast chastises Carlos for his poor choice of meeting place and negotiates a, negotiates a smaller tribute for his admission to El Rey. Kate asks... That was your favorite part of the That was great. Movie, what though. did he do? He was like... Well, he goes, he's like, 15. He goes, he goes, 15% for my stay in El Rey. 20%. No, he goes, 28. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, and he goes, 20. 20. And he goes, he goes, fine. He's fine, 25. 25, yeah. And you're just, like, they shake <laughs> they hands shake and you're hands. like, motherfucker, he just survived a vampire <laughs> attack. He goes, he will shoot you in the face. The other part of that I love is when they, is when they get out of the place fucking George Clooney hauls off and cold cocks it yeah. in the mouth and the, he has two associates with him who pull guns and he goes what's the matter with you and he goes why in all of the places we could have met did you did we meet here and like he's like it's open till dawn he goes it's open from dusk till dawn it's a rowdy place and he goes what were they psychos or they look like psychos is that what they look like they were vampires psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them I don't give a fuck how crazy they are and you're just like that's he's true he's so true though it's yeah. so true so yeah so Kate asks if she can go with him, but he refuses, apparently concerned for her safety, leaving her with some cash. Kate drives away in the RV, leaving the titty twister behind, which is revealed to be the top of an eight-level partially buried Aztec temple. It's one of my favorite lines to close out a movie from a character. Go home, Kate. Maybe a bastard, but I'm not a fucking bastard. Yeah, because we don't know what El Rey is. We and we know, know it's, it's not for, great, though. We know it's a place for dangerous people mm-hmm. to stay. And yeah. that's all you really need to know. So that's the whole movie. That is the whole movie. Yeah. What'd you think? You know, I liked it. It was a good twist. I don't think I would watch it again. Like, it's just not oh, a movie for me, that personally. So not that it's bad. It's no, just no. not my style. In terms of the single night survival horror movie. Yeah. I absolutely love this genre because there's something about like having to make it 24 hours. And the, the tagline to this movie is exactly what describes this movie. It says all Seth and Richie have to do is survive the night. But mm-hmm. It's going to be one hell of a night. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. You got yeah. any, uh, you got any fun facts there? Well, the budget was 19 million. It made. Oh, I don't feel like it made nineteen million. Fifty nine point three million. Really, this was a hit. Yes. Wow, that this, almost tripled this, the like, budget. This like blew off. Yeah. Um. Let's see. It did win four awards. Really? What did it win? It won the Fangoria Chainsaw Award for Best Actor. Okay. George Clooney. I hope he has that award. It won MTV Awards, the movie awards, for Best Breakthrough Performance for George Clooney, Best Actor for George Clooney, and Best Horror Film. 
So one of those three from MTV Man, Movie Awards. I remember when the MTV Movie Awards meant something. It was nominated for two, four, six, eight, ten awards, but didn't win Good all for of them. them. So yeah, and then it says the soundtrack mostly contains Texas blues by artists such as ZZ Top and Stevie Ray's. Uh, and Jimmy Jimmy Vaughn, which um, I don't know Jimmy Vaughn off the top of my head, but Jim I feel Vaughn's like good. he's someone famous. Yes. The Chicano rock band Tito and Tarantula, that was the band who played in Titty Twister, is a real Chicano rock it's band. It's so great when they reveal yeah. themselves to be vampires, and then it hard cuts to the band who is also vampires, yeah. <laughs> and they're just playing human corpses. And then they they vanish, though. Yeah. Remember? They're like, do you want to die, too? And they're like, well, nope. <laughs> it's that line where like everyone's... St- it's like kind of quiet mm-hmm. for a moment, and both Fred Williamson, Frost, and Sex Machine turn, and they look at the band who's just kind of sitting there, and they goes, now let's kill that fucking yeah. band. Yeah. Um, and also, a video game was released really? for Windows in 2001. Well, there's a reason I haven't seen it. <laughs> and it was based on the events that transpired directly after the end of the film. That would be interesting to see. Yeah, or to play. I mean... Well, that's the biggest problem with all the... And I don't know if you yeah. know this. There are four sequels to this. Yeah, I saw that. And they're not here. good. They look, None of them are good. They look horrendous, honestly. And the biggest problem is... Where that last shot pulls out and you see that the Titty Twister is built on an yeah. ancient Mayan temple with a bunch of shit below it because it looks like they've just been yeah. pushing like <laughs> bikes and like trucks into that. Like, that's my biggest problem. It's like, guys, like there was so much more we could have investigated because I love movies that tackle a genre, like, yeah. especially like a vampire genre, but make it their own. These are not your typical vampires. They're disgusting, like almost yeah. like, they're nasty. Yeah, they're bloodsuckers. Like Yeah. The website that I think it was Rotten Tomatoes, but they said it's a pulpy crime drama slash vampire film hybrid. It says from dusk till dawn is an uneven but often deliriously enjoyable B movie. Oh, it is. Yeah. He, he made this to feel like a B movie, and that's yeah. exactly what I'll say this too. If you don't if you can find someone like I did who does not know the twist of this movie halfway through, yeah. sit them down and watch it because it's such a rewarding moment when you watch their face go Oh, fuck, this isn't what I thought this was. I thought this was like a survival <laughs> horror movie, but it turns out it's not. I did. I was like, uh, this is stupid. What is this? Like, <laughs> right. how many ghosts do you give it? How many ghosts? You know, I'm going to go ahead and give it a three ghosts yeah? for me. Yeah. So I believe that's pretty spooky. That's pretty spooky. Yeah. It wasn't like scary is the thing. Yeah. Like it was more thrilling, yeah. I think. How many ghosts do you give it? I'm going to give it probably about a three as well. Three like, ghosts? Yeah, it's like... It, like, and this is not a mark of quality. No, If it was yeah. a mark of quality, it'd be five for me. This would be a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this movie. I can watch the movie. But in terms of, like, scares, like, and I'm basing this off the first time I saw it, it's probably, like, a three. I was like, yeah, the ghost, like, the scare factor isn't really there for me, but it is good. No, it is. It's a lot of fun. And it's got, it's got some just, it's got some insane performances as well. Yes. Well, my love, what are we doing next week? Oh, Amityville Horror. There are several of them. The one with what's-his-face. I'm going to need more than that. Ryan Reynolds? Houses here are way out of our price range. When the business is good, we are going to have the greatest house. It's beautiful. This is an amazing house. You are going to love it. Holy. This is the deal of a lifetime. So, what's the catch? There was a crime, a a murder. In the house? Several people, a family. 
claims he heard voices coming from within the house. Well, houses don't kill people. <laughs> to a perfect house, and to a perfect family. Is it Ryan Reynolds? Hey, sweetie, I've never seen it. <laughs> what? I've never seen this version of the Amazon. Seriously? Horror. No. Oh. Well, you have it. It's somewhere over here. Where did we put no, it? Oh, I put it in the room. Well, no, you have it. That, yeah, that I know. That for you. Yes. Yes. So, well, what year? God, why is it so hard to spell that stupid? So, the 2005 Amityville Horror. Holy shit, look who's in this. A lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. surprised. I like it. All right, so the 2005 Anvilleville Horror movie you have seen, but yes. I have not. This is a this is a rare switch. I know, weird. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen this one. It makes no sense to me. It was at a time where I was kind of out on horror movies, and I oh. think I think horror movies just had kind of hit a, a middling period. But yeah, at a time where I wasn't like in on horror, but I was also like, I was also like trying to I don't know get into horror as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see it. Like I, I like Ryan Reynolds. I mean, speaking of Reynolds, did you see his announcement this week? What? So Ryan. Oh, they're Deadpool three with Hugh Jackman, right? He actually is going to be in it. He's going to be Wolverine one more time. That's the way they. Yeah, I don't know the feud there. Everyone talked about it for years. I don't understand it though. What do you mean? Like, what is it so important? Why is it so? Well, Deadpool and Wolverine come from the same place. Um, They were both part of the Weapon X experiments. Oh. And if you watch that terrible X Men Origins movie, which I have not, it's it's bad. So don't. Deadpool gets created at the same time. So he's like an X Men. Yeah, officially. I mean, like he's not, but like he's got like he's an unofficial X Men. Yeah, exactly. Well, and they're trying to introduce him to the to the X Men or to the Marvel Cinematic Universe now because. Oh, X Men and yeah, yeah, because Disney right. owns everything. The way that, did you actually watch the announcement? No, I was going to. I just didn't get around to so it. So it's him sitting in front of a camera in his home. Yeah, <laughs> and he says like we've. He goes, we racked our brains. We've been working on it. We've been thinking. He goes, I got to be honest, we've got nothing. <laughs> he goes, and it's important to introduce him the right way. So I figure, why not just do what you're all asking for? And in the background, Hugh Jackman just walks by and he goes, Hugh. You want to be Wolverine one more time? And it looks like Hugh Jackman's just living with him for some reason. He goes, yeah, sure, why not? And he just walks back upstairs and he turns back around and he goes, he's going to do it. He's like, gonna, this yeah. guy's, yeah, they're great. Uh, they're, they're rep- I love Ryan yeah. Reynolds. I, I think they, he's the perfect Deadpool. He's the perfect mm. Deadpool. I'm As much as I'm like, please, let's put someone else new into the Wolverine part. I, people, I like Hugh Jackman, Oh, no, though. people love Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And I'm just like, my biggest two problems with Hugh Jackman are, you're too tall and you're too handsome to be Wolverine. Wolverine's an ugly human being oh, is who he? is like my height. Oh, yeah. okay. But like other than that, it's like you're a good Wolverine. Yeah. So I'm curious. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Yes. Then They're good. on to casting just some short little ugly guy. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but at one point back in the 80s, yeah. before they took comic book movies seriously, Danny DeVito was on the short list to be Wolverine. He's the size of what Wolverine takes. What? Oh, yeah. Wolverine's, like, super small and, like, just built like a brick shit house. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Well, for B&B Presents Season 666, for <laughs> next week, we're going to do the Amityville Horror. And you want to tell them where they can find us? Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at B&B underscore Presents underscore. You can find my photography at BDH underscore imagery. And they can find you... At Movie Loving Lucha 87 and at ET Critic for the Empty Theater Critic on Twitter. 
And soon, guys, coming very soon on Instagram, there might be an Instagram for Mr. Mac. No, there will not oh, be. I, I think there might be. I'm not that person that makes an Instagram for their pets. I was talking about me. Oh, my God. It's going to be just Don't hilarious. make one of our pets. It's going to be hilarious Mac photos. Oh, Lord. It's going to well, be called Damac. Just, just that save me. Save me. I need to go back to room 1408. <laughs> well, I'll be in the titty for if you need me. And for B&B Presents Season 666, I've, of course, been one of your hosts, Ben. And I've been Brianna. And remember, guys... Flew around the room like three times. It was upsetting. <laughs> and remember, guys, uh, if you come into a bar and you see a bunch of women dancing naked, well, sometimes that comes with consequences. And sometimes you're just in a strip club. Or sometimes you're just in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>